No Simple Road is stoked to have Sunset Lake CBD back with us as our sponsor. Sunset Lake is the real deal. If you've looked around trying to find CBD and it just didn't do what it was supposed to do, this is the place you need to go. They've got every kind of product you can imagine, including CBD tinctures with sleep gummies that are great for getting to bed, CBD gummy bears and reishi infused chews that can help bring you a little bit of calm in a stressful day. They've got salve. They've got smokable hemp flower that's great for folks like me that don't want to get stoned and paranoid, but want to have the benefits of cannabis. Well, now you got it. And they even carry CBD products for your pets, man. I'm saying this is Darwin approved stuff. Go over to sunsetlakecbd.com and check out the full range of what they have. This is Vermont grown right to your door and they're giving you 20% off. So put in the promo code NSR20 when you're checking out. You're going to get 20% off your whole order. And I know you're going to love it. They even have subscription options open for you. So you don't forget to get your medicine. Go check out Sunset Lake CBD, everybody. We're so excited to tell you a bit about today's sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They are a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Music Masters Collective events give you the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Otil Burbridge, Steve Earle, Richard Thompson, former members of the band, the Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspy, the Fab Foe, and Sean Colvin, and so many more. At an event like the Milk Carton Kids Sad Song Summer Camp happening this July, you can expect immersive classes, evenings of entertainment, excellent food, and a space for a lucky group of folks to learn, co-write, workshop, and perform with like-minded peers, all with the guidance of Kenneth Pattengale, Joey Ryan, and some of their favorite songwriters. This all-inclusive week in the Catskill Mountains of upstate New York is guaranteed to be magical. Scholarships are available, and spots are extremely limited, so visit www.sadsongsummercamp.com forward slash simple to learn more. That's www.sadsongssummercamp.com forward slash simple. Check it out. Hey everyone, Chris Pandolfi from the infamous String Dusters here to let you know that my podcast Inside the Musician's Brain is back on the airwaves for season four, which means it's time once again to get deep with influential musicians from all across the musical landscape to really understand and translate the lessons of success, failure, inspiration, and hard work that are behind the music and the artists that we love. My guests this season include Rachel Price from Lake Street Dives, Sam Bush, Chris Wood, Chris Funk from The Decemberists, Lindsay Liu, MC Taylor from His Golden Messenger, and more. Check us out, and thanks for listening. Places that I can go to get blood. Oh yes, he <laughs> <You> said blood. <laughs> said what? Blood. I could get blood here too, but I'm talking about <laughs> cannabis. 
And you know what? <clears throat> you have a lot of choices in the city. Yeah, there's a lot. And we talk about Define Premium Cannabis on the show every week because they're our sponsor and we love them. But I have to say from the bottom of my heart that the bud that they have at that place is for real premium cannabis. And I know that you work there and they're our sponsor and all that stuff. But dude, holy shit, man. The stuff you've been bringing home. Yeah. (laughs) Lately. Yeah. Yeah, Those yeah, we're working with some fantastic gardens. Well, who are some of the gardens you're working with? Well, lately? TJ's, well, right I know now, for yeah, sure. TJ's Garden, TJ, TJ's Organics, Meraki. Uh, we have the Mad Scientist right now, and yeah, it's good stuff. There was another oh, you guys one haven't tried that Dark, Dark Star. Star. I brought oh, some no, Dark Star not. home, which we'll have this evening. That's a night. That's like that's a, a nightcap. Night yes. Living living in Portland, you can get spoiled with the quality of of cannabis up here you really can and i know i am for sure and going other places and then coming back really highlights the quality quality of the product here Mm -hmm. and i i really want to impress upon everybody out there that like i'm not just saying it because there are sponsor and apple works there i know those are two huge strikes against me for for what i'm saying right now but like it really is premium stuff. It's the mm-hmm. best cannabis you can get in town. There's two locations. There's one in Hillsboro and one in Forest Grove. Apple works at the one in Hillsboro. If you go over there and you say that you listen to No Simple Road, they're going to give you 10% off and they're going to give you a free t-shirt and you're going to go home with the best bud in the city. So it's worth taking the trip over there if you hear this and you live here. Yeah. And also, if you want edibles or topicals or vapes, you know, all of the stuff. And we are there to educate you, spend time with you. We don't rush people. Mm-mm. You will have a good experience. And it's what we all love to do. Yeah, that's. it can be super overwhelming going into a dispensary and not knowing what you need or what you want. I, I felt like that a lot. And going into Define, it's not like that. They're going to spend time with you. They're going to help you figure out what you need. So... Head over to the location in Hillsboro or the one in Forest Grove. Ask for Apple and let them know that you listen to No Simple Road. They're going to hook you up with 10% off and a t-shirt. A free t-shirt. And you are going to get some of the best freaking weed you ever smoked in your whole entire life. Hands down. Bye. Take care of your head. There's a lot of t-shirt places, too, on the internet. Oh, there are a plethora of t-shirt places. I like that word, plethora. Yes. But you know what? Our friends over at Shop Tour Bus. There's only one. There is only one. Yeah. And they just came out with a new design, too. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Every time they come out with a new one, I'm like, that's my favorite. But this really... Okay, first of all... Eyes of the World is still my favorite. St. Stephen has been... A running top three Grateful Dead song in my life ever since I got turned on to the dead. And yeah, I love that song. And the design is on point. And I noticed 
down underneath the skeleton that's meditating 11. is an 11. So it's St. Stephen the 11 t-shirt. So you know what? And it's badass. It is. What? You're going to say more? I didn't no, I was just going to say it's it, it, it's just badass. I saw that the other it day. Is it was badass. like, okay, I I need that. You need it in your life. I need they have that it in my life. They have it on hoodies and they have it, <clears throat> excuse me, they have it on hoodies and they have it on t shirts. So go over to at shop tour bus online on Instagram. Sorry, at shop tour bus on Instagram or shop tour bus.com online and let them know that you listen to No Simple Road by putting in the promo code No Simple Road when you check out and they're going to give you free shipping and you're going to get a really cool one-of-a-kind hand-designed box that your shirt's going to come inside of. It's going to have a Grateful Dead lyric on the inside. It's going to have all kinds of little extra stuff. And it's going to have a bootleg in there. So you're getting like a whole little chunk of the Grateful Dead universe sent to you when you order a t-shirt. In the coolest little box. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So go check out the designs. There's a whole bunch over there. I still... My other favorite is the Steal Your Tape, but this St. Stephen one is awesome. And also, the holidays are coming up, and if you want to send a personal note to somebody, you can put that <clears throat> excuse me, in the notes at checkout, and they will hook you up. So, shoptourbus.com online, or at shoptourbus on Instagram, and get more than you bargained for. The Helping Friendly Podcast explores the music and fan experience of fish through interviews and deep dives on shows and tours. And Quick Hits, a review of every show of the tour the next day with someone who was there. We started HF Pod in 2013 to bring the fan voice into the discussion. We're six years in, and with the help of our guests, we're still discovering new angles of appreciation for the band we all love. Whether you're new to fish or you've been listening for years, we think you'll find something to enjoy on HF Pod. Search for the Helping Friendly Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts, or find us on the web at hfpod.com. I don't know who said it, but I think it, I think it might have been Ryder. He was like, Mel is either on her phone or looking for her phone. Those are her two modes. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, That's a, that that rings true. Mm-hmm. Ah, get it? Rings uh, true because it's her phone. phone hey, now, no simple road family. Welcome, Welcome back, back to the show. Went to the porch, and hey, there's Apple. Hey, here I am. And there's Melanie. <laughs> hey, hey, there you are. We're I'm your, here. We're your three hosts sitting in a booth in a diner. Have fun sitting next to us. <laughs> How you guys oh. doing out there? Okay, and every, t- okay, every time here. Aaron. Gets gets offended about the show he pokes fun of that offense yep yeah so we just did that and I so just we did just that. did it and we're moving on mm-hmm. <laughs> hi how's everybody doing out there welcome back and this week's show that's is... an inside joke if you didn't know yeah uh, <laughs> wait Sorry. the airplane is flying over everybody everybody enjoy the airplane sound here it goes The sweet At least sounds that's of a nature. cool airplane. It is that, cool. Yeah, that's not that like a cool. jet, a tree. It sounds like an old biplane or something from You're World an War old II. biplane. Wow. That was weird. Uh, this week's guest is Amora Mora. Amora Mora. Love Amora Mora. Amora Mora. Give me Amora Mora. 
So we just went and saw them last night. Yep. At the Star Theater with our friends Lost Ox. And yep. they blew our socks off, both of them. They did something really cool. They were in the midst of playing a song and kept playing the groove and slowly switched out members until one band yeah. was gone and the other one appeared and the music never stopped. It was really smooth. cool. It was that, I, that was fun. Mm-hmm. That was really fun to watch. I really dig them man they fucking jam and i'm sorry i missed them during this interview because they actually came to the porch which we have gotten a good amount of but it's always great when somebody comes to the porch and there's such a I'm different connection sorry i missed danny and who else um, you, jeremiah. danny jeremiah, jeremiah zach, and zach and then their buddy uh kayla i'm sorry yeah <laughs> He, he was a sweetheart. He was their merch guy or it was along with them. Or lights or something. Or lights or something. Mm-hmm. You know, it, there is a difference when you, you're sitting looking at somebody face to face. The conversation with them went deep, I feel like. It was it was super cool and I can't and, wait to hear and we made friends more more family mm. yeah. yeah and like most of they all have interesting stories and backgrounds mm-hmm. how they got here you would mm-hmm. never yeah. I would never have guessed that Danny came from prep school and lacrosse world yeah uh-huh not in a million fucking years dude <laughs> not, <laughs> I that's not what I thought when I walked into the Star Theater and saw him jamming last night and. It was cool to hear their perspective of what we do because it's usually us giving them our perspective of what they do. Yeah. They flipped the script on us a little bit and gave us their perspective. And which is always true when listeners that's happening more and more where we hear that. Amora, Amora. Yeah. You guys, you guys are killing it to hear that and know that like bands traveling so much and stuff that you're listening to us. Hey, what's when up? You're on Be the careful. road. Yeah, your hands drive on the wheel. safe. <laughs> yeah. Roo, wake up. Turn it up a little bit if you need to wake up. Yeah. And, and this was super fun, too. We had a good, we were prepared for them. We know when you guys are out there, it gets tiring on the road. And it was so nice to have them roll in. They're tired. Late night last night, slept in the van. They rolled in. I had a whole tray of bacon ready. We had coffee cake and pastries and coffee, everything. It's fun they to were, hang out. It's so fun. And just, they were so happy. Like, are you kidding me? And like, here we go. Yeah, man. Let's well, I mean, if you think about being on the road and like you said, sleeping in the van and, and gas stations and just traveling, it's, it's hard. And having a minute to be able to breathe, that's super nice to have. Yeah, I would imagine so. Where you can actually feel like you don't have to like check out at a certain time Mm-mm. or like <laughs> check out time is at 11 yeah, but you know like when you're staying in a hotel you have that feeling in the back of your mind like no matter what you're doing you I have to drop get, can't sleep too good yeah and There's you know pending yeah <laughs> it's like a freaking somebody looking at their watch standing right behind your neck like get out mm-hmm. of here but yeah i'm glad that um, we can provide that space for people where they can just come chill out for a few hours and forget about time and be like, oh shit, I got to get back on the road. Or mm-hmm. I, I love, oh, what this has nothing to do with the Mora Mora, but Uh-oh. thank you so much. And a huge, huge 
heartfelt shout out to Crystal and Blaze for putting Swim up while they were going to Seattle and Vancouver on their um, tour with, was it Color? What was, who were they on tour with? Something Colors. I can't okay. remember. Well, you know yeah. what? It was swim to us. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but anyway, they graciously hosted swim um, for an evening. And I am so appreciative to other people out there in the family that are putting their houses up to these bands traveling and that are os- offering their hospitality uh, while they're staying in the city overnight. Yeah, and, well, and Crystal and Blaze are so sweet, too. They, they, they're, they're like following bands around now and stuff. It's so awesome to see that as <laughs> yeah. a mother, mother and son. They're having <laughs> so, so much cute. fun together. You know, it, it's a playing music is tough, man. And you can see it on their faces that it's a hard job to have. And it takes a lot out of them. Mm-hmm. And, and the road is rough. Them. And look, not to mention partying all the time and not sleeping and not eating good and all those things that go into when just think about you guys out there that are listening when you're on a road trip. You don't fucking eat good. You're stopping at gas stations and eating fast food and doing all like some it's people, no different. Some people are on point. You got to give those people. I'm their, talking their to dude. the other people that aren't on point. Well, on point people hook it up. On point people, you can disregard what I just said. But the rest <laughs> of you, you know what I'm talking about. And it it's hard. And not to mention that what they're doing, they're giving all that energy to us when they're traveling from city to city. They're taking their talent and their time and their creativity and they're distilling it into that one and a half or two hours or four hours, depending on the band and giving that as to, to the crowd and all they're asking for in return is for you to buy a ticket to the show. Oh, and half the time, uh, most of the bands that we speak to aren't making a ton of money. The The money that they make is going right back into the band. It's paying for gas and food and their hotel room and to get them to the next show so they can continue doing the thing that they love. High schools charge that much for school plays. Right. And yeah. more. Mm-hmm. And so if you just think about that for a minute, that it's not a, that rock star life that you picture. A lot of the bands that you listen to and that we listen to, that's not the life they're living. Well, there. I think that our listeners, they if they've listened to this show, we've interviewed and had conversations with a lot more um, people that are telling it like it is, that are real. No, yeah. they're not billionaires. They're not balling. They sometimes get lucky with people extending their hands out and letting them stay or, you know, however it works out for them. But... It's not glamorous, and mm-hmm. it's awesome when we have people that are out there donating their time, their home, their resources. And it speaks to the community that we're a part yeah. of because it, this whole interview really speaks to that because this band, each one of these guys is from our community. They're from the Grateful Dead, Fish, Jam community. They're, one of them was actually born on Fish Tour, like... This is the direct result of the music that we all love continuing on. And I was saying to Apple earlier today, we were driving to the grocery store and I was like, do you know, it's fucking rad. And 
I'm going to sound old here. I apologize, but it's fucking rad to see younger bands like this doing their thing and coming up and getting recognized for their hard work and their, their passion and putting in the time and grinding the way they do. It's rad to see them getting recognized and, and doing their thing. And I'm personally, I'm super honored to be a part of giving them a minute and also honored to help spread the word about them because yeah. it's important. It's super important. I mean, we all love the music and we love going to the shows. And guess what? A lot of the bands that we listen to are getting older and older. And so there's got to be something after that. And this is that. This is the That's continuation of that family. And I'm especially flattered like that, the younger generation embracing us. That's cool to have these people in their 20. It is, it's flattering. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Coming from 20 somethings. Cause I mean, there's well, like any age, there's a whole, you're a cool older dude. Apple. Well, there's it's a whole mix. And there's asshole older dudes just like that. A lot of younger kids are like, eh, old people get away from me. Mm -hmm. this, this is different. Sweet. You're a crusty old wook. Yeah. It's sweet but to hear not. that. You're not, you're not a crusty old wook. No, no, I'm not. You're, you're, you're the opposite. I don't know what the opposite of that is, but you are the opposite of that. What would the opposite of a crusty wook be, Mel? Pristine. What? Newbie. Noob. 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 <laughs> <sighs> All right. Yeah, whatever. Okay. Uh, no, no, you guys. Pristine homegirl. Okay. <laughs> Anyhow, <laughs> wow. Homegirl. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. <laughs> Apple's raising the roof over here. Oh, oh, pristine homegirl. <laughs> I'm a pristine homegirl. You are a pristine homegirl. You are. You are not a crusty wook either. I. I could be though. I could try. I've seen you close to it. I could try. I've seen you crusty. My hair dreads very mm, quickly. Yeah. With that. <laughs> <laughs> we're all crusty wooks sometimes mm -hmm. there's some pictures we all have of we're, each other we all have an like, inner crusty wook there, yeah. that's all there is to it that's the the moral to today's intro is embrace your crusty wook yeah, yeah. everyone's yeah. got their own level the, the funniest to me too is those times when you're like that is the times like you're your shows where you're so high you like feel magnificent you feel like a, you feel like a goddess or a god like walking through the crowd and like i'm sure you don't realize admiring. there's toilet paper yeah, stuck to your I'm shoe sure everybody's admiring how awesome my majesty I am tonight. and then you see pictures and it's like <laughs> your eyes are all bugged out and you're sweaty your hair's all there's fucked people up in the background like leaning away from you you smell like pee a little bit wow <laughs> the reality oh, wow. that's fucking funny dude okay all right, Krusty Wooks, we love you. Pristine homegirls, we love you. <laughs> yeah. we lo we Everybody, love everybody else in between, we love you. Whoop, whoop, whoop. And just whoop. remember, whoop, whoop, whoop. Apple's going to sing us Everybody a song. doesn't have to have the same thing. We, If you like something, that's cool. Somebody else doesn't have to like it. So yeah. remember that. We're, well, not, we're not for everybody. N no. No, I think Garcia said it best. What? No simple road is like licorice. <laughs> Some people black licorice, black yeah. licorice. You yeah. love it. It's or not just regular it. licorice. There it is. Well, that's not what he said. Yeah, he the, didn't say anything about no simple road because he didn't know listen, about it. Why don't you just say if you like us, you like us. You don't. You don't. Yeah, keep on trucking. But but we love you. Back to Amora Mora. I really enjoyed having them over here, man. It was super fun, and I felt like when they left, we had done our job, 
and when you they did. come back to town, you did feel proud. He walked in the kitchen. I did, man. I <laughs> felt like you know what? We, we made friends today. Like, yeah, that's cute. it. It's connecting. It was cute, babe. It's making connection, and and it feels good, like getting to have a conversation with people that are on the same trip and get it. Not not to mention too, it has become Darwin's favorite. I mean, to him now, it's like that was like. Four other dudes over here to pet him and give him treats mm-hmm. and attention. <laughs> he loves interview day. He gives him a little bark. I'm that boss. And then, yeah, then everybody, it's just funny how Darwin is with people now. He's how are you feeling like this that. week, Mel? Hmm. Um, <laughs> Deep thoughts I, with Melanie. I'm feeling like transitional. I don't feel one way. I had so many emotions because riding on the high of Sid's wedding uh, uh, weekend and I was there a lot longer than you. So I also had other stuff that I was um, doing doing that affected me um, emotionally and then come back to work and work was great. But I kind of felt like I was just like a shell, like I was sitting back looking at Melanie do stuff this week. And I also, my energy level was a little bit down too. Yeah. Like I was like kind of We've like at a six and not even a six, probably like a five Four. point one, Four. five <laughs> point one <laughs> is fair. <laughs> yeah. Like I just, um, I ran a lot and I had so much invested in everything and we need to do a wedding episode. So I won't even talk about it. I, really. Yeah. 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 yeah I'm not no going to talk about it. Yeah, right no, now. no, nothing about the wedding, but just all of those things um, led me to spend more energy than I was incurring. It, it's <laughs> go ahead. Apple. Oh, I was just going to say the same thing. It was a world where you came back late Monday night. I came back Tuesday it it was just so much so much emotion and everything coming back. It just I don't know because that was it's a life event. It makes you kind of reflect. Yeah, yeah man. It, it, it's a change. You're seeing the families come together. You're seeing what you know. It's a, it's a lot. It's still processing. It's been a tiring week for mm-hmm. all yeah. of us. And I think all of you guys out there can relate to this. And in, in that, when you have big events in your life. Uh, whether it be a marriage or even uh, or even a big run of shows or you know a festival or something like that you you all the planning that goes into it and the thought and the intention and all of it and the travel and then you do it and the thing finally happens and then when it's over you ride the high of what happened for a little while but also on the back end of that high is this like little shell of a person the before person that's looking for the feeling of looking forward to the thing that already happened. It's like, Oh shit, that's done. And I'm not looking forward to it anymore. It happened. Mm -hmm. And your energy is depleted because you've done the thing. And now it's like time to just reflect and integrate what you got from it. And that's been for me a hard lesson to learn in the ebb and flow of seasons since we moved to Portland and started no simple road of like the go, go, go of the summer in, in contrast to what's going on right now. And this year for the first time, 
I can honestly say that I feel super comfortable with where we're at in time seasonally and like interpersonally and what's what we have planned and like all of that. I said to Mel the other day, I was like, I'm not planning shit. I'm home right now. Like we're home. Just that this time of year. Family time day. to come hang out. Like if somebody wants to come visit, they can come visit. I don't want to travel nowhere. If that's it, like it's time when you're go, go, going like we were for a while. It, there's not time for it to we sink already in. Did travel you don't somewhere. stop. <laughs> yeah. And we you don't stop when you're somewhere. go, go, going. Mm-hmm. You got to yeah. stop. Let that shit sink in. I drove when I was in Vegas. I drove from the east side to Summerlin. That like Lake Mead and Del Webb, like I well, basically just almost like every corner. Of One the city. side of the city to the other for all of you out there that have no and idea. And then what you and meant. then across and then back down, and it was just insane. I was so tired of being in the car, and there was no traffic. It wasn't like crazy driving, nothing like that. It was just I was like did all that stuff, stayed up late, and it was just so much. So I lot. just think yeah, this week was just kind of like. If I would have gotten exposed to like something, I would have probably gotten sick. But I just kind of got rest and mm-hmm. chilled yeah. out, and that's yeah. why we left the concert early, Danny, because I had to. Mel had to go to I work. Had to take care of myself and get some sleep. Yeah, man, and you know, I think it's an important lesson for all of us not not just us here on the porch, but you guys out there too. Like, there's seasons, and I too feel that feeling of like wow, summer's over and I still like want to see music and, and all that stuff. But it's for me, and I, I don't know about you guys out there, but for me, I feel like it's good to be home right now. It's good to watch streams and, you know, clean up the house and fucking put on pajamas and hang out and drink hot chocolate. Holiday jam. Yeah, man. <laughs> like that stuff. Holiday jammies. Just as important as going to a festival or going to a show or you know doing all the crazy shit that we do because if there's no balance in our lives then we're just spiraling and you know what it's It's not fun anymore to me i've realized it's not fun anymore when i have to do anything too much all life's like that yeah Yeah. it's it's not fun if you eat hamburgers every day i don't want it i don't like it it's not fun it's like mm -mm. yeah it starts to lose it's fun yeah and that's personal to everybody like you know 20 times could be too much or five could be too much Mm -hmm. you know and that's when it's that's why following the path of the seasons is super important and letting things simmer down and then boiling them back up and get ready to fucking do your thing and then you know letting it all ride with the earth it's it's a weird thing like in our world today we are super disconnected from nature you know there's concrete covering everything we only allow nature to grow in in little sections in most cities we our clocks wake us up this just a million different things that have us disconnected from the flow of nature as, as you're pointing that out, I realize none of those things happen to me anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Don't wake up to the clock surrounded by nature. Yeah, yeah, That's but like, I'm, I, I in know, most places. I, I, I know. Well, it just made, but me, even it here, just made dude, me feel very even, appreciative. Even right in front of us, there's all this asphalt and whatever. <laughs> yeah. And my point is, like, it's important for us as human beings that are part of 
the world that we live in and nature itself, we're, we're not separate from it. We're part of it. And so we need to pay attention to the way we feel when the seasons change and time in our life for reflection and integration and putting yourself back together and then time to tear yourself apart. It's, it's yin yang, it's balance. And as I'm getting older, I'm finding that that is called out more and more in my life. Like when I don't pay attention to that, I fucking am nuts personally inside my head Ah. badly nuts <laughs> the voices get super okay. loud so i just wanted to say that and that's it that's all i have to say about that and happy holidays okay. happy holidays, holidays are right around the corner yeah they we are, are. it's aaron's birthday month guys Uh-oh. happy birthday month aaron and jasper's and birthday month jasper's birthday month his birthday send is your gifts to <laughs> one one no, his birthday yeah is on the 11th and this is I, I'm not even gonna get into it. Jasper's I'm birthday is the 11th. Mine's the, the 22nd. Yeah. I'm so I'm one. He's gonna be one year old. Wow. Doesn't on, seem on like 11, that. On 11-11, he's gonna be one. Seems like they were wow. just here. It seems like she was just pregnant. Yeah. Living does. in the house, and yeah, that's. We got yeah, lots to do. So, I hope all you guys out there feel me and know where I'm coming from and uh, hear me. That's all. That's it. That's all I have to say. Anyway, you guys, you want to do the business? The business. The business. Mel, do you want to do the business? business? Get out my business, my <laughs> business. <laughs> all right, I'll do guys, it. Guys, listen to us. Um, They're already listening. All right, then. Follow us on all the social media go, platforms see? at No Simple Road. Check <laughs> us out on Facebook at No Simple Road. And there is the No Simple Road family Facebook group if you're into that Facebook thing. Or if you're into the Reddit thing, there's a No Simple Road group over there. We have the Discord, Discord server, and we have new merch. We got long sleeve tees with some cool designs on them. We also have hoodies, and we have the original hand logo uh, t-shirts in a bunch of colors and all sizes over at www.nosimpleroad.com forward slash gear. So I love check that out. my new white crew neck No Simple Road hand logo sweatshirt you look fly as fuck in it too baby thank you mm-hmm. i love it, it so much nice thank there. you i love my hoodie my yeah. maroon they're super comfortable hoodie. Ooh, i think we got so one soft. we did we got a new one i read it today blessings from the dirty south hold on one second this is somebody leaving us a five-star review on apple podcast if you haven't done that please take do a moment it. and leave us a five-star review it's on our, apple podcast it's one of our favorites yeah because then favorite. we get to do this we get to uh, read the letter so it says blessings from the dirty south and this is dirt worker 17 this podcast has a beautiful union of souls talking about the issues that affect our community and interviewing the musical artistic and shamanistic or shamanic characters that make it all tick it is cool to hear the different points of view of the family in relation to sometimes difficult subjects of concern for all walks of life. They shine a light on what makes us all individual and teach us to celebrate our unique selves. I can say their discussions have helped me in my own battles with depression and anxiety. Mm. It has made me feel less isolated in an often repressed and oppressed region. 
It is very soothing to hear these good people do what they do. And I am grateful for the opportunity to feel included in such a caring community of music, art, positive vibes, and discussion. Thank you for shouting out Southern Heartburn. Much love, Neil J. Oh, the- what up, Neil? Oh, Neil. Oh, my gosh, we got you, man. Neil. Right there with you, brother. <sighs> Right there with See, you. See, that's that Southern heartburn right there. Oh, mm-hmm. Neil, what a thoughtful and well wrote and well felt response to mm-hmm. the show. Thank you for that. Yeah, like, we're gonna end up at a, at a widespread panic show together. It's someday the fourth in the time it's come up today. You know, it's so important for. It's just like Neil for specifically. It's really important this letter to me specifically because. I just feel like sometimes it's hard to describe what we do or it's hard to describe, like, get the words out right. And that's what I feel like you did in your letter. Like, yeah, man. You got the gist of the show in a small paragraph that was meaningful and sweet. So thank you, Neil. And I'm glad that uh, you feel the love. Yeah, and I hope all you guys out there feel the love too, man, because yeah. it's flowing from the porch feel to you. It. Hey, if you haven't left a five-star review like that, go over and do it, man. It helps other people find out about the show, and you know what? That spreads the community, and that spreads the love just by you like clicking a little five-star thing. Yeah. It's pretty easy. It chokes chokes me up in a good way, in like the best way when <laughs> yeah. you hear yeah. that. It's just like, mm-hmm. like oh, It's true. Also... If you're headed to a show in the next couple of months and you want to do something sweet for the No Simple Road family, I got a mission for you should you choose to accept it. <laughs> Hit me up at info at nosimpleroad.com. <laughs> Let me know if you want to be part of the street team, man. I will send you some flyers or stickers or a little uh, mixture of both. And a media package, we decided. Yeah, and you can hand them out at the next show. And you know what? I thought about the other day when I was talking to kate about this emailing back and forth so the street team thing is really cool because it helps get the word out about no simple road but it also does something for the person that takes the mission of being the street team member check it out when they go to the show and they have a handful of flyers or a pocket full of stickers and they hand them out to people at the show they start up conversations with those people right and then they make connections with those people And those people actually live in the town that they live in too. And all of a sudden, you've met people that you have something in common with. And all of a sudden, you've got more friends to go to shows with and and people to hang out with. Hang out with a lot more people. (laughs) And you start building your own community within the community just by handing out some stickers and flyers and No Simple Road. So it's a win-win for both of us. So if you're into it, man, hit me up at info at nosimpleroad.com. Let me know you want to be part of the street team. Send me your address, and I will personally send you some love. And you can go do that at the next show you go to. Spread the love. And it doesn't even have to be a show. You know what? If you've got, like, meetups in your town that you go to or you go to yeah, art drum galleries or drum yeah, yeah, exactly. whatever. Or your coffee shop that you go to. Yep. It's a good icebreaker. <laughs> Is that what they call that? An icebreaker? Yeah. Yeah, to be able okay. to walk up to somebody like, "Hey, check this thing out." That right, you probably like like I do. Yeah, that's there you go. Podcast. Oh, this is and cool. Boom. Check it out. All of you out what there it? have a dollar. <laughs> I'm, I'm betting that everybody that's listening I, I, to my voice so. right now has a dollar. <clears throat> check it out, guys. If every one of you that's listening right now went to Patreon.com forward slash No Simple Road 
and pledged $1 every month to this show, I could do it full time. So everybody out there, go to patreon.com forward slash no simple road and pledge at least a buck. A cute dollar. Cute dollar. Look, there's four episodes a month. That's a quarter an episode. It's not a lot, man. It's, It's less than Netflix and a million other things that you pay for every month. Yeah. So if you haven't done that already, you should do that too. There's not much that's a buck nowadays. Well, let's go to the dollar store, I guess. <laughs> There's a whole oh. store yeah. filled with shit for a buck. <laughs> I just thought of it. It's like, oh, wait, they have a whole store you dedicated spatula, to that shit. <laughs> plate. You can get old food, weird cereal. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so Patreon. Do that. Check it out, man. You guys help us out. That, that is how we pay the bills over here. And we need your help to keep going and keep growing and keep, keep doing awesome on. stuff. So. Thank you to all of you that have already signed up, and we love you. We love all of you. And guess what? 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 Chicken butt. No, we're going to get you to the interview. Oh, yeah. It's that time. Amora, Amora. Yeah. It's yeah. going to happen right now. So, everybody out there, get comfy, get cozy. If you're driving, 10 and 2, keep your eyes on the road and your hands upon the wheel. Nice deep breath in and out. And, and out. get ready to listen to Danny, Zach, and Jeremiah. And Mitch wasn't here, but that'll happen next He's here time. Here in spirit, and yep. next time you guys come and to town, me, you got a place to crash. And Mel wasn't. Yeah, here Yeah, Mel either. wasn't here, which that's rare. She we was missed at Mel. Work. Darwin, do you have anything to say? No, I like the guys. He did. Listen to him more and more. All right, thanks, Darwin. So, without further ado, the No Simple Road crew gives you Amora Amora. What is it, Apple? What are we smoking? All right. What's the, uh, you know what the cross Yeah, is? I need, yeah, I, I need. Marijuana and white <laughs> this one is. That sounds so intense. Like Marijuana. <laughs> Got some hairy. It's going gonna, it's gonna to make <laughs> you go to sleep. It'll knock you right out. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you for breakfast. You're welcome. Oh, man. yeah, man. Yeah. We love hooking people up when they're on the road and need a little place it's to gotta, swing into for a minute. It's got to suck to like be up all night, have to get up in the morning and then drive and and not eat good and it's Wait, you know we slept in a red aid parking lot last night? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish- no, no, we were up partying, man. Like we it was one of those nights where it was like, go park the van around the corner, everybody's in and out. Like okay. but you know, it was <laughs> it was we it was the last night of the first leg, man. We wanted to celebrate so, and hang out with the crew. Dude, you know, next so. time you come up you guys can crash here. Oh, where yeah, oh yeah, yeah. yeah we got a nice. Yeah, we, we didn't take you on a tour of the house. We'll, we'll do, do that after. So anyway, I guess we should say no. Just keep talking. Let everybody guess who we're talking. Aaron, to. Aaron and Apple <laughs> sitting here with Amora, Amora, Amora. Yeah, yeah, right? you got okay. it. Okay, right. it. <laughs> yeah. So why don't you guys introduce yourselves, and then we'll talk about the show last night. And yeah, uh, I am. Uh, I'm Danny Evans, and I play guitar and I sing. And I'm also going to introduce Mitch Frank, who couldn't be here today. He What's up, Mitch? he plays keys. Mitch had to go to a wedding. Yeah. What's up, guys? I'm Jeremiah Kripikov, and I play the drums. What's up? I'm Zach Suchka. I play bass and do some singing in Amora Mora. Right on. I'm Aaron, and I sit here on the porch and smoke weed and talk to you (laughs) guys. And I'm Apple. I do the same. Mel's not here. She's at work, man. Yeah. This this happens. So last night we came out. We went to the Star Theater, and we came and saw you guys play with who, who was that? Jenny... Jenny Jolly. Jen, and I, I just had heard her about her yeah. yesterday. Knew she was going to be playing. She was amazing when you guys brought her up, and then you guys were playing with Lost Ox, another band we've had on the show. 
which we hadn't yet had a chance to see them live yet. So see, the way you guys did that switch was awesome. Yeah, they it just kind of what came on stage one at a time. And you guys eased out. And it that was, was spontaneous for sure. That was that wasn't planned. Uh, no. It was it like we didn't like really talk about it. We knew we were gonna do it, but the first time I ever actually like saw a band do that, I was at summer camp when like Umphreys does the switch out with Mo. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's really really cool, and it's like very seamless. Like if you're not paying attention, you're just staring at the lights. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. you're just like <laughs> you're high rock. Yeah, yeah you'll, you'll just you're be like, like wait, you'll what be happened? like that's Rob in the middle. What happened <laughs> what to Stacy? <laughs> you know, like. But like it was, it but I've never gotten to experience it musically. You know, like I've only gotten to experience it as a part of the audience. And when we got off stage after that first change, I was just like, that was such a new and cool musical experience that, you know, we've never gotten to. Do. It's like you just take energy that you've whipped up, and you're just like, hey, man. Come on, guys! Like, take it from, yeah, take take it from here. That's yeah. fucking badass. And, the, and then getting it back, yeah, too. Oh, because like, you get to go out, yeah. and feel what you've. And that mojo. was crazy. <laughs> well, because then, because then, Lost Ox plays for an hour, and then, like, you know, it's our turn to go switch back on, and you know, you want to be, you know, want to find that right spot in the jam. Right. You don't want to like step on too early. And we were talking about on the way here, actually, like how seamless it actually did take place, like how it all just worked out. Like nobody's monitor gave out, like the sound was on point. I, I like, got, I got about maybe 30 seconds of the switch. So I'll post oh, it. Yeah. I'll post it. Nice. Hell yeah. You guys, man, <clears throat> we, we found out about you from Taylor. Yeah. Yeah. And, I'm fucking blown away, dude. Like, <laughs> thank you, man. Your your ages and the shredding it's <laughs> it's pretty fucking impressive, man. Like, so how how did it start for you guys? Um, well, I started the band uh, back around like when I graduated school, like 2014, 2015, um, and just kind of like wrote a bunch of songs. Um, kind of took a little bit to find the right people and who was like the right fit for music and touring and stuff like that. Has there been lineup changes? Yeah, there's been a, yeah, there's like a recent lineup change that was like pretty significant, but on the other hand, like it's always kind of uh like it's always been my baby and I've been, you know, kind of raising it from the the point of birth, so I decided to keep going. I mean, you know, guys want to do other things, take me other musical opportunities and like I'm fully supportive of that, you That's know. That's cool. I mean? yeah. Like do whatever makes you happy. And your creative outlet, like we were talking before, man, like whether it's art or visual art or, you know, whatever, like you need to be happy with it, whatever you're doing. So, and I think everybody's really stoked on, you know, I don't want to speak for Jerry and Zach, but <laughs> everything has been pretty fucking sweet. How did, how did you meet up with them? Um, well, I've known about Danny for years now, just like being in Boulder scene, music scene and stuff. But, uh, yeah, it was pretty much uh, Facebook, you know, I was like, oh. You know, they're looking for a bass player. Like, <laughs> sweet, I'd like to do that. <laughs> I hit Zach up, and our last message was like, it was like a couple years ago. Yeah, and like it was literally years, like, yeah. yeah, me hitting him up, being like, dude, we should totally jam sometime. And he's like, yeah, man, I'm down, like, whatever. <laughs> and then, the next, yeah, the next time we spoke. But Zach would also come to our more and more shows. Yeah, he didn't say that. Yeah, I saw him at tons of shows. He'd be there. His eyes were just all big. Just <laughs> 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 that's, that's one of the things about this whole scene is that it's i mean for us it's not just music yeah. it's it's your life totally and, and it's it goes way deeper than just sound yeah. it's it touches everything that you do and and finding the right people to do that thing with is is super important and 
you know, having the attitude that you have about the lineup changes, I think that's super, really important, man. It was a really tough thing for me, man. I'm, yeah? I'm not going to lie, dude. It was it was definitely like a, a tough time in my life that I, I learned a lot about myself. Did you feel like let down by your homies or? Yeah, I mean, dude, it's like we we toured for a while and like we were really good friends. Like we're homies, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. like it just the thing like change is good and change is bad. And like you just live and you learn, man. And like it's it's led me to play with these guys, man. And like this is the happiest I've ever been, dude. Like it shows. Yeah. Like, yeah. You see me cheesing up that, there, man. Dude, that's, <laughs> you can, that's one thing about like. Watching you guys that struck me very first thing is how happy you guys are when you're playing. Yeah, it's true joy. But you can feel that. That comes through. I don't, the technical skill of a band is one thing, but being able to translate the the feeling Mm -hmm. of of yourself through that is a whole other talent. Well, and that's one of those things that just plays into uh, longevity of the bands, you know, like, because if you're having fun and like, you feel like this is what I should be doing, then, you know, you're going to stick around and did you guys, and, and you know, take it the whole way. Yeah. And mm-hmm. is this what you always pictured yourself doing? Oh yeah, definitely. Since I was pretty young, you know, uh, saw my first show ever was string cheese at red rocks. Um, you know, when I was 14, <laughs> He's so done. It, was, it was like, all right, yeah, this thing's pretty fun. And, uh, you know, just going on fish tour when I was a little older and stuff, you know, I just eventually was like, man, I just like would like to do what they're doing, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, f- I had the same experience, but I never had the life always got in the way right. of, of doing that. And yeah, do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. It's all it's it's a balancing act. It's all about Explain just like, that. you know, it's. It's about kind of just making sure that numero uno is really taken care of, you know, and like, and making sure that everything is cool before you go out and share energy, dude. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's a thing, dude. Well, it needs to be real. Yeah. It's like you guys talking like that when you're upset. I mean, it is, it's like with us, the pie, it's a marriage in a way, in a brotherhood. Oh, and yeah, if somebody's man. not a hundred percent, like we can tell, I know you got, and not everybody has a good day, but that's when your homies got your back. Yeah, we were and raise you up. Well, we were down in Macon. Fake it. We were touring down in Macon, Georgia. Like you know, it was actually like with the with the other guys, but we were down in Macon, Georgia, and we were doing like the Almond Brothers thing, and and this their old roadie, like old Greg's old roadie, basically like was talking to us. He's like, who you know, basically he was saying, whoever you're with, you know, out there, he's like, you're a gypsy brotherhood. You know, you see your brotherhood no matter where you are, what you're doing, and and where you started, you know. But speaking of that, Jeremiah has a pretty crazy musical beginning. Should talk about that. Yeah, I guess uh, I I was basically like born on fish tour. Um, I was born in April, and by November, I had already been to like two or three different states um, with my parents. Go uh, mom and dad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so my musical journey started pretty, pretty uh, early on. And uh, to to be honest, I really grew up not liking jam bands or jam music at all. I kind of strayed away from that. I think because my parents loved it so much. And you know, being a kid, I, I grew up more on like metal and rock. And then uh, 2014, my dad took me to see Fish in Santa Barbara at the Santa Barbara Bowl, and it was only like 4,000 people. And, uh, yeah, I was 18, and then after that, it just changed. Did you dose Got, with your dad? 
I yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what was that like? Very good bonding experience. Yeah, he, I'll bet. yeah. He, you know, he uh, he knows how to handle it in you know the right place, the right time, Set, and setting. G- yeah, good setting. So it was very good, uh, very good bonding experience. And wow, been, yeah. <laughs> don't you have a note from Fishman? Tell them about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, actually, uh, what is that? Uh, after Fish took their long hiatus, uh, Mike Gordon was playing at the Gothic Theater, and uh, John Fishman was there in the backstage, and my parents were back there, and. They ended up getting uh, their ticket signed, and John Fishman wrote me a little note saying, "Just to keep practicing, and one day it'll happen." And then, <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> so, so here I am, and one day it would be so trippy just to meet him, you know, and kind of tell him that story and yeah. just show yeah. show him that shit. Yeah, like, yeah. Hey man, just, look at this. Just follow your dreams, <laughs> keep doing it, man. So that's amazing. It's, that's it's amazing. a trip. It's a trip. <laughs> if you think about like um, like Buddhism. Yeah, the, the lineage passing the lineage of the Buddhist master to the monks, like yeah, yeah, that's pa- shit. That's down, dope shit, passing right there. down the torch. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. So, so okay, that was your first like mind blown experience at a fish show, right? Yeah, right, definitely. So let's hear. I want to hear from from the other two. Like, what was your first like moment at a show where you were like? Oh shit! This is way bigger than I thought it was. Zach, you go first. Cause I think. Okay, I, I I know the moment for sure. Fuck yeah! 2011 Watkins Glen uh, <laughs> Fish Festival uh, Super Bowl, and um, yeah, I was definitely on a bunch of drugs, and <laughs> I just had one of those moments where I was like, you know, like epiphany. It was like, dude, because I've been playing music my whole life, just trying to start bands. And, you know, it's rough when a band doesn't work out. It's like, it, it really... It's like losing it, a relationship. It hits you hard, you know what I mean? And that's happened to me more than once. So, yeah, it's hard to keep going. But, you know, that moment, I was just like, dude, this is till the day you die. You know, like... <laughs> so, yeah, 2011. I think wow. it was night two. Okay. I uh, So, I had, I've had two moments that I can think of. Uh, <laughs> I've been having a moment since fucking 89, yeah. but I'm with you, man. So there was, there was one moment in 2011. It was my first, um, it was my first festival ever. I had, I had already seen fish and like, oh wait, no, I don't think I had seen fish yet actually. Yeah. I was about to see fish a month later. So it was just before I had seen fish and no, I'm taking that back. Okay. <laughs> I saw fish in June of 2011. This we're talking July 2011. So I get this is further playing all good. Never been to a four day festival, camping, whatever, and get there and I'm like, whoa, like <laughs> this is like fish was one thing, right? But then you like see like the deadheads and you're the like community. Uh, this is sweet. And then the sun goes down <laughs> night one. And yeah, I'm like, come oh, out. where the fuck did I just end up? Because <laughs> I'm from Virginia. And like you drive into the mountains of West Virginia, you're like, yo, this can go one of two ways, you know? And like, it was, it was awesome. Like it was by far like my favorite festival experience. But the next day met a dude with the didgeridoo who's selling mushrooms, you know, got high and fucking watched the dancing bear clouds all day until I laughed myself to sleep. And I actually laughed myself to sleep hours before further was about to play on Saturday night, woke up, nobody there, nobody in my campsite, nobody around. Everyone's at Saturday night further, dude. And I, what woke me up is the roar of the crowd of them coming on stage, dude. And I was like, Oh my God, I'm fucked. I'm never going to find my friends. I came all the way to this festival. This is like the show I wanted to see and I don't get to share with them, whatever. Dude, 
I walked right in, walked straight up to them, dude. It was like that meant to happened. be. And what that, the fuck and is that? that? And they played Money for Gasoline, I think it was. And I think Warren said in that show, and they lit the Japanese like floating. Oh, those little floating lamps dude, things? It was the fucking coolest thing. <laughs> and it was like hundreds of, hundreds of them, man. It was like, it, dude, I was just like, dude, we're sending J- our love to Jay. <laughs> like, you know, like, and it was just like, just going up. And it was like, that was dope. And then the other moment was Fish uh, 2013 at the Gorge. That place is magical. Yeah, I was I was there, and Red Red Rocks is one thing. I feel like I'm spoiled because I've been there so many times. Mm-hmm. But experiencing the gorge, I was watching them play, and I was like, I had like in college, I worked for um, the management company and PR company that would do like the Motet stuff and Keller Williams stuff and like E Forest and Snowball and Snow Globe and like some Anders Osborne projects and stuff. And so I was like. I could see their touring routing and, and like that would fold their merch and like do all this stuff. And eventually I was just like, I got to play. Like I, I've like, have been playing in bands like my whole life. Like I got to, like, I'm not going to industry. Like I got to go back to playing music. Went to Gorge, the Gorge later that year. I was just standing there and I was like, I love you guys so much. Like talking to fish. Like I love you guys so much, but I'm done like following you. I'm going to go try to play something. Oh, sure. Thing. And I had to make that like mental disassociation of like i still love this but i can't put like that type of or that much energy into this love anymore like it has it takes all your energy to tour to follow somebody and money and money yeah yeah. (laughs) and money and just time and like planning and like it's what you look for and i was just like i want this adventure but i want to create my own adventure you know, I want that, like, wow. you know, I want to, and dude, fucking less than three years later, like a more and more was up there on their first, on our first Pacific Northwest tour, man. It was, we had sold yeah, out you, the Fox guys, Theater earlier that year. You guys had done like a whole lot of shows in a row, right? Yeah, we did. We did a five week tour earlier this year. Okay. Yeah. And I saw something looking at you guys like like seventy cities and so. Oh like, yeah, that was just in 2017. Yeah, okay. we we did. Uh, 2017 was a big Yeah, dude. We well, we sold out the Fox Theater in Boulder. Like Boom. it was Hell crazy. Yeah. Like it just happened. You know, like it just. I don't know how it just did. <laughs> And, like, after that, it was, like, this wave. It was just, like, like, got to just keep going. We did, like, New York City later that year. We did the Northwest. We did California. But it was preemptive, dude, you know? What do you mean? It was, like, it just wasn't, like, it was too soon, man. We hit the road too soon. And I just decided, I was, like, let's recoil. Let's, like, go around Colorado. Let's write, you know, let's get better. And then we'll come back out west. And this is us coming back out west now. Dude. Yeah, yeah. You, go ahead, Apple. Oh, I was just gonna say it's like, well. You we were, you said you're 20, so are you guys all the same age, like uh, mid 20s. We're all in our 20s. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Jerry's the Jerry's the youngest, and Mitch is the oldest. Oh, it's just amazing to see because Lost Ox, we did the same thing. Like a lot of you guys, I mean, are younger to us. You, yeah, such a, like a uh, old sound. Yeah. Like like beyond your years, <laughs> like when I first heard without seeing your guys' faces or watching the live sound, clips on YouTube, yeah, it Thanks. sounds like you know like Marcus King, you know, yeah, the classic voice and music coming out of people. It just gives uh, like I always say, like faith and like 
the future. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, like, I mean, this world, we're living a fucked up world, but there's a lot of cool shit going yeah. down, too. It just depends <laughs> on where you look. Totally. Yeah, and so just props to you guys for keeping it going. I mean, it is hard work yeah. to be on the road, living in a van together, putting up with each other's <laughs> good, <laughs> bad, Smelling and each other's farts. Yeah, I was about yeah, to say, yeah, putting yeah, up with each other's farts. Other yeah. well. <laughs> sometimes it's like us being like brothers, basically, since we would sometimes we know each other too well. And yeah. you, sometimes you spite that a little. Like, fuck you. Yeah. You don't know my world. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, oh, I fuck, do. yeah, you do. You know everything. You know me better do. than myself. I do know you. Yeah. You call me on my bullshit. We I created this that. world yeah. together, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's true, man. It, it is hard work. And uh, every, it's cool because the vibe that is kind of we've had this tour is like everybody's been putting in the fucking work. And, every, and it's like the music's gotten better every night. The jams, like, you know, the cool stuff carries over. And, like, you know, the, and the, the stuff, the spur of the moment stuff is like we've really developed over these these past five shows it's it's been insane definitely like how much and we play like every sunday in denver and like we we play all the time well and we've been able to keep it fresh and and kind of like take the music into different directions every night that actually keep me and i'm sure you guys super yeah. interested in it yeah. and it's like wow what are we gonna do tomorrow night because <laughs> yeah like last night when we did when we came back in with lost ox we changed keys twice yeah. before we even hit our like first song because it, it was just like we didn't know what we were going to do. We were like, okay, well, we need to go to this key and then this key to get to where we're going, but we don't know what the fuck we don't we're know how we're going to get there. <laughs> yeah, you know, and it just kind it, it just kind of like worked out. And that was like a I think we overlooked how cool that was. No, that was thing. very nice. But that's what I was going to say. That's got to be the funnest part of it is when, like when you surprise yourself, oh, right? Yeah. When like oh fuck, because you get that nervous. I was like, we don't know what we're going to fucking do. I hope yeah. this works. I and feel then, like that oh, works every shit. time we sit down. Like oh fuck, what are we going to talk about? And then you guys do what we do. You listen back and you're like. That was dope. That was dope. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a beauty in like not planning anything. Yeah. Because then it comes from the heart. It's truthful. Then you're cre creating real authentic moments on stage. And that's, I think, what we all kind of really want to do. Yeah. I think you that know? goes back to what you were saying with just like playing it with passion and like feeling it. You know, like we can't hide smiles. Like I can't fucking turn that shit off, dude. No, you can tell, man. You know, like I just can't. Like it just like sometimes I'm like up there to laughing because I'm thinking in my head, I'm like, ah, they're letting us be loud. Like, <laughs> you know, like. Like it's, it's literally like this kid feeling that's like they're letting you know us be I was loud. I was never allowed to turn my amp this loud and now like everybody's like turn up you know like it's fucking it's, it's cool you know, you it's know, like a joke with myself you you brought something up that we have in common that's a trip what's up that that thing that happened to you at fish mm -hmm. that happened for me oh yeah same shit dude where at the gorge. Dude, no At way. The gorge, the gorge. <laughs> There's a picture. I have a picture of it in the house. I have the Dude. moment captured on film. He took a picture wow. of it. And it's the moment. It's, it's a the silhouette show of him you with like arms in the air. Like, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. But, well, you know, when you're in that community, everybody yeah. is so, like, one. Yes. Yes. I was so And I knew I could feel something going on. Goosebumps. <laughs> like, oh, shit. But, but, and yeah. somehow I was able to get, I always do that. You know, you get yeah. that. You get like one or two good pictures out of the fifty you take when yeah. you're hot. You like pull your camera out. You're like, holy fuck! Why is the screen vibrating? <laughs> yeah, and you know, it's like God. These all suck. And then you hit that like one or two. That's like that's epic. That's a fucking amazing you're like, picture, dude. Whoa, I forgot I took that. There was the, it, everybody's gonna laugh. It was during farmhouse, dude. That's no, no, <laughs> dude. I I'm all about it. Like we had a long discussion. That, all that means is you were locked in. Yeah, you, you know. know I, mean? I love. Was that. it what Heck year yeah. was it? 
not the year before two, last. Two so when he just ago. ripped into that farmhouse out of in the nowhere. middle of some crazy spacey yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude, yeah. I remember like I think I might was I there? Like it was I was watching beautiful. it. So and I was just like, damn, dude, Trey ripcorded that shit. Yeah, hard. totally ripcorded. <laughs> like he was like, I'm done with the funk, y'all. Yep. Down. <laughs> but dude, I I love he- like heavy things was like the first like that was like my seventh grade jam. I my fucking uh Rogue for seventh me. yeah, right, seventh grade math teacher. He would give themed math tests and like he would be like jungle themed or forest themed or whatever. He thought he was hilarious, right? <laughs> okay. But he was a fish head. So the last one he gave us was a fish themed test. And you just crushed it. It was literally like the extra question. The extra credit was if you could name one person in the band, you get oh. extra credit. Dude, oh. And I passed fucking You're seventh like grade Corona. math. I literally <laughs> passed seventh grade math by two points. So because one of, of those fish. points like was a fish, fish point. point. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't even well make done, that up. You know, like, <laughs> but oh, you, we're standing there and we had been doing the show for a while yeah. and we had gotten on the Osiris network and, and all this stuff had happened. And like my dumb ass, like I'm always second guessing everything that happens. Like, yeah. Is this really happening? <laughs> As it, it just happened. And in that moment, like I realized that I am part of this thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm not on the outside of it mm. looking in. I'm inside this thing seeing what's going on and helping to keep it going yeah. and creating the energy of it. Yeah. And it was like this huge monumental thing. And I was no, like, you, dude, I just want to interrupt you and say, you guys are man. Like what we were talking with, like you are a definitely integral part of this Thanks, community man. and family. Like you guys do, you guys are doing work that like this community needs. Thank you. You Thank know, you. and like, I appreciate hearing that. the voices that we don't get to hear, you know, like people we look up to asking the questions that we all want to hear. Right. You know what I mean? Like we're lucky to have access to like the internet and all this stuff now and just being able to kind of just like tap into like dude to hear graham just talk about you know stuff just listening yeah just like i've always wondered what it was like to sit on a you know bass amp uh road case and watch your dad you know play music like that's that's something else man thank you know? that, like, i appreciate thank you, thank you. And i didn't mean thing. to interrupt no, you guys. you're good, you're good. you know it, like, yeah that's that's what's that amazing thing about good. this to hear <laughs> yeah. that we hear that from somebody to like you just gave me goosebumps. Good man, and it continues to do that when somebody says that because we hear so many bands. You guys are out on the road all the time, and we like we're like, oh yeah, we do a podcast. And they're like, yeah, we know, we listen. We're like, yeah, every oh, time it's like, oh shit, really? Okay, yeah, we're so they, oh they're gonna thank they're, you. they're gonna Dude, let no me worries. turn up. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I but it was like this this moment of like nothing else really matters mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like I need to really get my shit together. Mm-hmm. You've been given the opportunity to, to be a part of this thing. Mm-hmm. You better fucking make it worth something, man. Yeah. And it was, and, and it was cool because Mel was there and she was having the same thing happen without either of wow. us speaking. And it was like this, those realizations are just so like those moments you go forward from there and you just feel different, different forever. Better. Yeah. Yep. Totally. It's crazy how a locate like a geographical location can have that effect on multiple people. Yeah, that well, that you that's know? a magic place. Yeah. I mean, that the gorge for band. I mean, bands say that's like one of the it's most same magical with Red Rocks, places though. in the yeah. world. Red Rocks. Yeah, Red Rocks. I mean, is Red, magical. I saw further in. Uh, I can't remember what year it was. So one of the years I read Two thousand <laughs> yeah right <laughs> and Phil Phil came out and did the, you know the donor app, but he came out and the first thing he said was. 
This place is truly magical. You know, you hear the donor rap a million times. He'll come out and he'll just do it, whatever. Like back in the further days, you were like, okay, all right. Here we go. It's not fade away. It's like, all right. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, yeah, organ donor's cool. But then on the other hand, you're like, dude, he didn't say the same thing tonight. He came out and he was like, this place is truly magical. And I think it might have been the steal your face night. When oh, they shit. they laid out, dude, that was crazy. Going to Dicks and getting the fuck your face set, and then a couple weeks later getting the steal your face set at Red Rocks, like two jam bands playing set lists playing off each other, like in Colorado, like what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys are super lucky to to have that scene there. Oh yeah. Oh, we we don't take it for granted for sure. <laughs> it's it's special. It really that, is. The Colorado music scene and what's coming out of there and the the shows that are happening and all of it is is. And it, and it's the the, the location too. It's where everybody go because everybody can. It's the center of well, everything. Yeah. Like everybody comes. To, well, we're not going to catch you on the west coast or the east coast. Let's meet up at in least in Colorado. Yeah. Colorado. Yeah, it's it's definitely becoming like a hub for sure. Um, I think I uh, I I went to Southern California when I was seventeen and lived there for two years. And the music scene out there is definitely kind of fleeting, you know. And I it's feel different. like Denver. You Denver's feel like it's more cutthroat up. out there. It's definitely more cut cutthroat and i think that's kind of like killing it a little bit too because there's so much competition and no one wants to work together everyone's kind of just doing it for the money um whereas in denver when i when i came out i was very surprised at how much everyone really wants to work together and to put together shows to put together good shows people are very generous you know not everyone wants to just headline and make it right people are willing to throw together shows and you know, get on bigger, get bigger bands on the show to like and work and just and make build just, things. Yeah, it's just to make a good experience and a better show, and not everyone's super worried about the money. They're more worried about just putting on a good experience. Well, and it's it's like the definite it's 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 cracking off in Denver for sure, and, and maybe we should keep it on the low down here. But <laughs> but you know, I mean, it's just I mean, people know about it, and I don't know. It's uh, it's one of those places that just continues to grow at a steady rate. Right. Yeah, we, we definitely feel very fortunate to be there. It's mm-hmm. Jam Holly. It's Jam Hollywood. <laughs> so everybody's moving. Everyone's there. moving. Like there. literally, like the dope pod guys. Some of the dope pod guys live there. Some of the lettuce guys live there. John T moved out. Yeah, there's, like, there's a lot of bands moving out. Bad yeah, dude, there's guys rip. It's it's the kind of shit where it's like, like I moved there in 2010, and like over the last nine years, it's like weed has become legalized and like the music scene kind of popped because of that you right know, which is crazy you know the good music goes where the good weed is oh yeah right, you know? oregon's got some good music too man yeah no it's <laughs> and, and some good weed but you guys that you guys have a nice have had a, had a nice healthy scene out here you know you right. guys mm-hmm. in like close proximity to seattle portland's got its own fucking thing going on oregon's always like introduced great music to the world Definitely. but like colorado like it wasn't like that when i moved there cheese you know? i think cheese is really responsible for a lot of that yeah they're man. helping keep it alive they yeah. really really are even them not playing new year's this year is like kind of a big deal in colorado they're doing right. like a thanksgiving thing and that's it that's right? dope though that's that that new mission ballroom that new mission ballroom spot which is pretty cool but the country just needs more places like that just places where it's not so big and oversaturated like your la or your new york where you know you could be a pretty well-known name playing out on a friday night to like you know 30 people or something it's like in denver you know you could be playing on a thursday night at you know some nice little club and there's 100 150 people out to come so see people you. are going out midweek mm-hmm. oh yeah, you yeah play yeah. on right. sunday night man and like we've had some ragers straight like, ragers play yeah. till like 3 30 in the morning what definitely yeah. yeah yeah it's like 
One of our first shows, like all four of us together, we like played from like ten till three in the morning. <laughs> it was a fish after party, but still. You know. <laughs> so you you said something in the kitchen. You you were like, yeah, I went to prep school, yeah, lacrosse and all yeah. What were you playing music then too? Uh, yeah, I I played. I started playing guitar when I was like eight, but I was like super different because of that. Like there, you know, like I was just like the artsy kid, you know, I like <laughs> you know, like I was just like. Uh, we would like play guitar like in our Latin teacher's room when in seventh grade, you know, because he had a guitar in there. It was a super liberal prep school, man. It was like you took Latin, yeah, dude. They, I, so my parents made me (laughs) go. They like, they like thought I was like a bad kid, so they like sent me to private school. They were like, either you're going to military school or you're going here, and I was like, please no military school, right? So they like bust me every day, forty five minutes, like across the county to this prep school, which you know I'm grateful for. Like it was, it was totally chill. But it was, like, with that going on, it was, like, guitar was becoming a thing. I was actually starting to listen to Fish on the bus rides out Mm -hmm. to... And it was... It was cool because they would like incur like we'd literally like pass around. There was a group of like five of us and play like Led. It'd be like check out this new Led Zeppelin song I learned mm-hmm. on the, like this little acoustic guitar, yeah, yeah. and then you know you start forming bands and stuff like that. You know. So, <clears throat> I, I want each of you guys to answer this, and this is a hard, probably a hard question to answer, but whatever. <laughs> what so, is the square root of? Uh, oh, no. He'll probably know it. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, we go to shows and. We've all had these moments and there's like a bigger thing that happens and it's awesome. And it's what keeps us going back, seeing the same bands over and over again. And people that, that don't know what we're talking about are like, why have you seen fish 115 times? Like, (laughs) well, this is, that's the thing I'm talking about. And, but there's, there's a difference between standing in the crowd and dancing and being the one making it happen. There's a, it's a, there's a not a disconnect but it's just a different side of the same thing yeah can you remember like a time when you were playing and you were like oh shit i'm fucking doing it like Uh, last night (laughs) (laughs) the first time yeah do you do you have like a first memory of like oh shit um honestly mine was kind of recently um it was my first actual more and more show when we played at the Fox Theater opening for Jojo Herman of uh, Widespread Panic. Um, oh, shit. And <laughs> yeah, so That's a good like, moment yeah. to have. Yeah, it. yeah. So it was just my first, my first big show in a real theater. And my dad was there and he was super stoked. And that was, you know, just looking out there and <laughs> seeing all, like just being in the theater and the vibe of the theater and, mm-hmm. you know, seeing my dad super stoked. It kind of, everything connected all at once that, you know, I've I've been wanting to do this my whole life and holy shit here I am and I look back behind me and Jojo's watching us play our set and he's like wow. nodding his head and it was just it was just a very surreal moment I, and yeah. that definitely was for me like the wow I'm I'm here like doing this and this could actually be for the rest of my life you know so that's that amazing. was a very surreal. Is moment. this real? Yeah, it is real. <laughs> oh shit! Shut outside yourself. This right. might sound corny, man, no. but I feel like I have that moment like almost every time I Fuck play. Yeah. You know, yeah. like it's like it's literally like, dude, I'm fucking doing it. Like still, you know, like doing it again. You know, like holy shit. Like the first, the I guess the first holy shit was when. That Fox Theater show in 2017 when I got the call, I was like, hey, we need the rest of y'all's uh, pre-sale tickets. And we're like, 
We don't fucking have any of those. And they're like, well, congratulations. You just sold out the Fox Theater. And then I stepped on stage and it was like, I've been to so many shows. Like I saw Green Sky Bluegrass there with fucking less people, you know? And like, I was just like, oh shit. Like this. It's on. This is now something to fuck with. You know what I mean? Like it, it was like definitely an oh shit moment. And then playing, honestly playing Waterloo. Uh, last year with like you know J Ratters on the bill, String Cheese, Tea Leaf Green, P Groove. I'm pretty sure it was there. Like it was like talk. You know our boys, the Magic Beans are on the bill. It was it was just kind of crazy. Like we were playing Frankenstein and John K was just like walking down like by, behind stage, and I was just he like looked at me like you know for two seconds when I was like. John K just listened to play fucking Frankenstein <laughs> for two seconds. Like, <laughs> I just saw you play Red Rocks like a million times. Like, that's so cool, you know? So yeah. Constant oh shit moments. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I got to say for me, um, it's all been pretty recent. Uh, probably since I joined this band has been the most moments of on stage me feeling like, oh, wow, yeah, shit, we're doing it. Because, I don't know, for me, I've just been... Um, searching for something like this i guess for a long time that's fucking and rad. uh you know finally i feel like finally i can get out there and show people who i am you know what i mean <laughs> yeah dude it, it it's a trip to <sighs> fuck yeah bro fuck yeah <laughs> it's a trip to to meet you guys now like after seeing you last night right i'm glad we didn't know you yet <laughs> because it comes through all this shit you're saying comes through you can see it like if you're paying attention <laughs> right you can see it like it's it's rad to know that you're having those moments over and over again and i think that is where the magic comes from yeah i really do i feel like when you start taking that thing for granted then then it's it just becomes music Dude, <laughs> it's a job for a lot of people man it's a job but it's one of those things for me it's like i have a lot of hobbies that i absolutely love but I feel like if I was to try to make it my living, like something I'd you know make money at, it would be like it would ruin it. It would just take all the fun out of it for me. But I've never felt that way with music. For, like it adds more fun to it. Yeah, because yeah. Because you're trying to it, do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know what it, what it is. Yeah, like even even just like loading in last night to the Star Theater. You know, you're just loading all your heavy gear, but you're like, holy shit, the we're excitement. loading into this really cool theater yeah. in Portland, Oregon, eighteen hundred miles from home, and we're about to rock out to like. <laughs> All these people, man. Like Definitely. that's that's fun work. Even though yeah. and that's still hardly work. Bro, you know, you're yeah. carrying some heavy things for twenty five feet and then you get to rock out for two hours. So yeah. Dude, we, it's we did can't get better. We did live podcast at Summer Meltdown this last summer and same shit, man. Like, you know, up for two days. Yeah. Exhausted. <laughs> gears not working right. Like <sighs> but you know what? It was the most fun thing I've fucking ever done. Right. And constantly doing what you love yeah. Yeah. or, or going to do something. That was like the most genuine love. too. We had nothing planned really other than we're going to get up there We had a meeting like two weeks before and we're like, okay, we, we got this live podcast. We're on the fucking bill festival. Like, what Maybe we, we should actually <laughs> plan something this What do we do? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out when we get there. And then- we were partying and then it just happened. Dude, you guys are the jam bands of podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> You're the jam band of podcasts. You're just like, hey, dude, there's going to be people there. They'll be partying. We'll be partying. We'll fucking figure it out. <laughs> we have special guests jump on stage and yeah. jam with us. And that's what happened there, too. Yeah. And we, the guy that started the stage we were on 15 yeah. years ago, Oh wow. he happened to be there and I 
was chatting with him right before. It's it tough. Was like, I got to catch up on these episodes. You should be on the show. Dude. That's exactly. It's, it's there's a lot of parallels to uh, improvised jams and I've podcasts. Said I've said that like this, this for forum, the way that we're doing it is like playing music with people sitting in. Well, we're having yeah. a conversation. It's a, it's a jam conversation. Because you guys can do this all day together. Oh, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You do. Yeah, yeah. It's like, <laughs> yeah. literally, it's what you do all day. But it's like, yo, maybe let's like have them sit in on the combo. You know, let's yeah. see what they can do. <laughs> yeah. Go to a minor five jam or something. <laughs> 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 it's, what, go ahead. Uh, it's, that, that's the most amazing thing, too. Like we always say with, with this whole community, like the jam band, or whatever you want to call any of yeah. it. it like you guys music. did last night. Like it, like Gary, you're saying how Colorado is. It's that way here all the musicians support each other there's mm -hmm. no competition yeah. they're not like fuck that band dude they <laughs> say it's like no i want to play with that band i want that dude on stage with us everybody mm -hmm. invites each other there's always special guests i so really like, think it's all, important to have that in the community yeah, man, definitely because you know? like there are some bands out there that do treat it like a competition and you can feel that when you see them mm -hmm. oh you yeah know what i mean and like i think it's really important like i've always talked about like i wish we had like a, a like i can't believe i'm going to say this after we've been talking about so I wish we had a more more tight-knit community of touring Colorado bands, mm. you know, that we could go out and have, like, a Colorado road show, dude, yeah. and just have, like, an insane bill with, like, you know, three fucking killer Colorado Denver bands, like, no egos, everybody. We just play, a, you know, a theater that's way too fucking small for what we're going to do. And just do crazy shit like yeah, we did last night. Exactly. You know? like, and I've yeah, exactly. a great I've, idea. I've always wished that we could do that. You know, I've always wished that there was, like, somebody out there... It definitely knock, could be knock, in the cards. Or, you know, like to get that bill together. And it's not like a horde tour per se, you know, but it's more of just like a, yo, this is what's happening on the front range of the Rocky Mountains. And I think it's a really good idea. If yeah, we have were a to, taste of this. Yeah, exactly. We made just an awesome cake. Open man. that Pandora's box <laughs> in different cities every night, you know. We should put them in touch with Jake. Well, well, oh, yeah, that. I was also going to say we kind of experienced that. And it was new to that when we met Banshee Tree at Northwest Strings. Yeah, dude, nice. love, love those we guys. Today, and then the next thing we love know, them. they introduced us to, I can't remember them all. There was like, I don't know if. Uh, you dig, dude, don't good, ask me, man. Good Morning Bedlam and Pioneer Mother. They're, they're, oh, yeah, dude, Lydia and Pioneer Mother. Yeah. She, they're from Colorado too. That we dude. ended up finding out there was like seven bands yeah. at Northwest String Summit. Mm -hmm. and a lot of them got invited at the last minute. Yeah. It was awesome. Next thing you know, it's like, well, it was kind of like that. It was this whole group of musicians from up there yeah. that knew each they other. They were all the most chill motherfuckers you ever met. <laughs> dude, oh, yeah. dude, Lydia, I, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I've like trimmed some plants here and there with Lydia. And also like, dude, she used to camp. So like I worked at this grocery store in North Boulder and it was like the, you know, crunchy, like boulder shit. Like, you know, and I was a cashier. So it was like, I was the funnel. Everything kind of had to like funnel through one of the lanes. So she would come through the line and she was just like cool string cheese pin and i'm like thanks she's like you play music i'm like yeah and she'd come to the shows and we ended up playing with her boyfriend's band the ska band the al capones sean i think was also playing around at string summit as well and then when i worked there this crazy story so there was this guy who worked in the meat department and uh one day keith mosley walks in and he's back talking to this dude. I just started working there back at the meat department. We had like a awesome like butcher <laughs> department. Like it was like the best meat in Boulder, you know, no GMOs, like right, whatever. Right, right. And I was like, Keith Mosley's just hanging back there, like talking, like, okay, Fucking cool. Moose. Yeah, right. Doesn't come through my line, you know. She's like, I love string cheese. Thanks, man. You know, like <laughs> then like the next day or next week, Andy Thorne from Leftover like goes back there, starts talking to him. 
And I'm like, dude, who the fuck is this guy? So, dude, it's <laughs> his name is is uh, Benny Galloway. He goes by Burl. He plays at String Summit every year, and he has written songs for Yonder, Emmett Nursey Band, um, Leftover. I'm pretty sure um, he he was in a band with Anders from Green Sky for a while, and he worked as a butcher at, at the grocery what? store with That's me. Yeah. Fucking awesome. And so he si- he sized me up one day and he was like, he was like, you play music. And I was like, I was like, yeah, I see you back here talking to Keith Mosley and Andy Thorne. Like, who are you? You know, he's like, you know, I've written some songs, you know, keep it like, and he's like, you need to come over, bring your guitar. And his whole thing's like, bring your guitar. I'll bring the beer. Show me what you're working on, you know, type of stuff. And oh, I expected shit. him to like rip me apart, you know, like show me like, yeah, that's great, but you know, you need a bridge here, and like, you can't sing. And like, well, uh, ended up like nice to see you, really kid. Here's a burger. Go, yeah, right. Oh. He ended up really loving my songs, and he's really fucking well connected. Like, he sat in with Green Sky in fucking April at in Atlanta. Oh and he, shit! So he moved out to uh, Georgia to do some stuff after that, and like, the band was out there torn, and he had us over at like this kind of bed and breakfast venue place that he was kind of taking care of, and like had us play all of our songs. It was like giving us recommendations, and like got us you know super drunk and had a good time. And yeah. like, he's I kind of I was just at a bluegrass stick with him the other day, and he's like a really important part of like this community and like the string summit community is like his fucking community. Dude. That, like dude, that's, that's people. That festival was different than any other festival I've ever been to. I want to go. So it was bad. so, it's amazing. It's so comfortable. And pigeons, the land that it's on. Yeah. Pigeons, and the, yeah, pigeons oh, yeah. played. Right. And yeah, it was pigeons, some, it was dark star. Oh wow. And then yonder did uh, Saturday night. They did a greatest hits. It was all cover tunes. Oh, they did like rad. sweet dreams. Oh, Led yeah. Zeppelin. They did <laughs> levy breaks. It was it was it was an amazing, yeah. amazing festival. It was comfortable. That's the word, dude. Super <laughs> yeah. comfortable Com- and like Is that and the it? same hornings? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, right and on. everybody like Thomas from Banshee Tree, yeah. he joined so many people on. They got uh they got they heard him, yeah. and next thing you know, he's joining other bands on stage. Dude, they got that like bluegrass pick community yeah. type. Let's get everybody mm-hmm. up here. Yeah, yep. I mean Thomas Rips. That doesn't surprise me at all. You know, <laughs> the, the they're opening it up more to the they're bringing yeah. more jam. Stuff there, in. It's a cool. I think people are tapping into the whole front range thing because like they're like Pioneer Mother and Banshee Tree and stuff. Like they're definitely like more Boulder Netherland based. In like Netherlands, like leftover salmon string cheese land. Like it's like. It's hard to explain. It's like this small mountain time. You guys ever heard of it? I've heard of it. So one, Caribou yeah. Caribou Ranch, the studio used to be up there, and the Eagles, Elton John, a bunch of famous bands recorded a bunch of famous albums up there, and then like that kind of closed down. But that you know became like a hangout, a hideout. Like Joe Walsh bartended at the Pioneer Inn, like down the street. <laughs> yeah, it's it's crazy shit, dude. Like, and that's like where all those bands like kind of tour and and play from is like up there. Like Lydia, I know. Homegirl and Pioneer Mother, we would hang out in Jamestown, which is like oh, way up there, like fucking way up there. And like, that's what's cool about that community is like, you really got to search. You really got to fucking search because <laughs> not everybody's in this one place. Not everybody's going to one bar. You kind of be like, oh, you play in that band and your boyfriend's this guy who plays in that band. Even though you guys live way up there, you're coming down here to play. And it's like that mountain community is like really essential to like the bluegrass scene, I think. Then wow. It's like a lot more essential than everybody really knows about. Oh, definitely. And it, it trips me out too. Like we weren't super into the bluegrass thing yeah. until going to Summit. Yeah. And now it's like, how did I miss this? <laughs> it's, it's such a like... 
Well, it's kind of like we said. It's like going to your first dead show yeah. or cheese yeah. or yeah. fish yeah. until you go. You don't. You can really listen know. to all the records for years, oh whatever, until you're at a show, and then it clicks, and it never sounds the same again. I would, yeah. What do you I think, think that is? I, dude, honestly, it's energy. I, I love bluegrass. I'm from Virginia. That shit is in my blood. Yeah, and it's energy without drums. You're yeah. literally like creating something from fucking nothing. Dude. Yeah, it's pretty. You wild. know, because you don't have anything to. To beat on, on. Yeah, you yeah. know you got you're just making it and that was the crazy we were talking about this the other day we were watching an old strummet video of yonder like oh, back man. in 04 and just being like dude the energy that is whipped up with just those instruments is nuts and i i also think bluegrass is like on this weird up right now like i, I love oh, bluegrass strings yeah like i was about to say billy motherfucking strings dude that guy <laughs> is like i mean he, he's getting all the credit he deserves and i hope he gets more man like he is the cleanest motherfucking flat picker i've heard i mean i'm not even that big of a bluegrass guy but god damn dude you know and i'll listen to his whole shows i saw I saw Billy uh, at this thing called Mick Awesome Fest. It's <laughs> a great name. And it, dude, it's literally like this, just like suburban neighborhood in Ca- Castle Rock, like south of Denver. And it's like this barn, and they set up all these hay bales and kind of like in a tiny little arena. There's maybe 200 people there. You know, like come bring your dog camp in your car. But it's like a it's like a neighborhood blow cookout. They got Billy Strings to play last year. I turned to my buddy and I'm like, yo, this is the last time we're going to see Billy Strings play with this amount of people. I was like, Red <laughs> yeah. Rocks next. And yeah. then I, literally almost a month to the day, he fucking opens for Green Sky at Red Rocks. Oh. And I'm just like, dude. But, dude, I was just thinking about something. The first Bluegrass show I ever went to, Keller and the McCurries. Okay. Oh, wow. That's... We had gotten weird before we went. It was okay. great. I loved that <laughs> album. And he brings out Dell. So you're just going to see Keller, like your ticket says Keller and the McCurries, right? You're not right. getting anything too special. Brings out Dell, brings out Nershi. Oh, shit. Brings out the whole opening band and has this crazy fucking super jam. I'm looking, I'm literally looking <laughs> at bluegrass fucking royalty and I'm just like, I just happened to have gone to the Boulder Theater this night. I've still never seen yeah. Dell. Like Nershi, that was the first time I've ever seen him like play strictly bluegrass, you know, anything like that. Keller's up there telling everybody to play in different keys and like directing this whole crazy jam. And that was the first blue, like strictly bluegrass show. Like I went to the thing with, with the bluegrass for after that. Yup. <laughs> yup. How does psychedelics and bluegrass go together? I don't know. But man. they do. They, they, they do. Totally they figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> all these fucking rednecks up in the fucking hills and dude, it's all that right. cow poop and the mushrooms. Yeah. Dude. Yeah, what about we had a little time in our early twenties. We lived for a short time in Tully. Telluride for like oh, about three months. Telluride, that's one dude. we want to that's we want to get up to is Telluride, Telluride, Telluride Bluegrass we, Festival. We've yeah. had Mora Mora has had epic fucking shows in in Telluride. Telluride, like fucking epic, dude. Like we would, so they have like newer venues. They have all these new venues. We all like try. Do them they out. still have Fly Me to the Moon. So saloon? yeah, it's called that's O'Bannon's at the Moon now. And okay. we that's where we play when we go down there. And the floor dude, springs under the floor. I love, I love those people. Like I got gifted a fucking a Fender Mustang from 1967 what? after one of our shows there. Yeah, oh, Mike shit. Moran, shout out. He just straight up was like, you need this guitar. Like one of the times we played there, and I was like, dude, I just met. At you i'm not taking this guitar i'm not I'm worthy a, I'm, I'm, not. I'm not i don't feel comfortable man like i just like something inside of me like i feel like i'd be stealing it from you you know like i don't want to take it and then we come around the next time when we're at his house late night and he like he's like danny and he like comes out and he just puts it right next to my feet he's like 
still yours if you want it. Oh. Yeah, and is like it, it's such a fucking sweet guitar. You have to say yeah. you accepted it. Yeah, yeah I was man. just like, well, if you're gonna try again, like you know, <laughs> I'll do it. You know, it's it's such a cool. It's like hot. Like red, and it's like it's like straight out of like I don't know rockabilly. Yeah, you know what I mean, it's really tight. So Damn I love Telluride, and it's such a beautiful place. We actually saw uh, string cheese play on the mountain there. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah we're gonna that, make it up for for something. Yeah, yeah that's an amazing. That's a beautiful magical town. place too. That town definitely. You is. know, now that now that we're sitting here talking, maybe maybe you guys are the ones that we should Let's interview go. before the show at the at the Fox. Yeah. Let's do it. That would be fucking fun. (laughs) That'd be dope. Yeah. Because I think, well, you guys just need to come down. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, we need to get up. You need to come down. It sounds like you know what's up. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Here's the thing it's, and you've gone through this. Yeah. It's making the leap from day job Mm -hmm. to this. Yeah. There's a gap, man. And and it's it's, a big gap. It's tough for me personally because I got a family. Yeah, and people that depend on me. Yeah, I feel so. You. I well, it's tough for I all of us. That's why we, yeah. we we had to get down to see you guys, but we couldn't do the yeah. whole thing. Mel's got to get up get at a five, in five o'clock in the morning. No, I, I just appreciate. It's like, it's yeah, like, man, you want to be at everything. But yeah, you, it you just can't. Well, you can't be everywhere it. at once. You no, know, it's no. the same thing as kind of a touring band. <laughs> like mm-hmm. people like, come to Michigan, come to Florida, come to Virginia. Like you're just like. Yeah. yeah, make it happen. <laughs> yeah, please. yeah, yeah. I'm down. Well, I mean, and that's the thing that I learned from doing this about musicians that tour. It's you can't make a lot of money, and guys, like a lot of it's going right back into the band and, and gas, and yeah, like right if there's anything the left tank. over, good luck, you know. And yeah, you really have to be dedicated. Sorry mm-hmm. for the pun. I was, so I was like I said, till the day you die. You have to, if you don't have that mentality, you're probably not going to make it very long. Yeah, you know? yeah, none of us got into music to like make a killing financially. No, you know that's like a very like that's something we all talk about. Like it's like if we wanted to be Bill Gates, this isn't it's not the avenue. This isn't what we're we, we do should it because be doing. if we weren't, we'd go crazy. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, it's it too. fills the soul. You know what I mean? Totally. It's it's the chicken soup for us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, who's we were interviewing somebody from a bluegrass band lately, and he's it's it's like you know what we're talking about money. He's like Jesse. He's like bro. I'm in a bluegrass band. You don't get into bluegrass to make you know <laughs> that, yeah. that was Jesse like, from Old Salt. Yeah, okay. He's like he's like we do it for the love awesome. for the love of it. And if I wasn't doing that, I don't know what I'd do. I'd go crazy. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Like, like like when you have a short gap in between shows, all of a sudden, what do wait, I, do I gotta say? <laughs> yeah, what are you just your spare time? It's one thing that cracks me up with Dead and Company and John mm-hmm. Mayer. As yeah. soon as they're off tour, the next day John Mayer is on his like Instagram so. like I'm bored. Like they're everybody's so <laughs> bored. Like I don't know what to do with my hands. He what does do his do? yeah. He does his like his uh his like TV show on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You're just like, dude. Uh. <laughs> so you got this thing and it's happening, mm-hmm. right? Hey, Darwin. Hey, hi, Bubba. Why don't hey, you buddy. fuck off, man? <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay, he's not gonna do it. Oh no, he did it. He did it. So you got this thing and it's happening, and and you took the time to like, I don't know. Go back and write and mm-hmm. do your thing. So, what do you do now? What happens now? <sighs> Create. The road goes on forever, and the party never ends, man. <laughs> it's, we, uh, to be honest, man, we're gonna we're gonna finish out this year strong. We're gonna play some shows. We're gonna we're gonna get uh, some other people's music in the mix. We're gonna write a lot more. We've kind of had a list of a bunch of songs we wanted to get down by the beginning of October, and we did that. 
Um, so we kind of rode that out for the month. And then now that we're in November, we're going to try to move on creatively and kind of meld and write together more. Is that, is that a, a thing like when you sit down to write lyrics, are you writing together or is there one of you that does it or, um, that's well, one of those tricky things, yeah. right? Cause it's like, normally if someone has lyrics that they write, they probably have like a book of lyrics that they have, yeah. you know? So like you have a lot of stuff to go off of, or it's the opposite and you just work spontaneously, yeah. you know, like phrase by phrase and. Yeah, I, I think, and a lot of the time when we, like, write together, it's more just, like, making musical changes and, like, you know, like, Mitch is really good at writing endings. Like, yeah. the kid just has an ear for endings, you know, like, how do we end this <laughs> song? Like, the the three of us would be like, okay, and on the one, like, well, you know, whatever. And he's like, no, let's go to this flat, and then we're going to bring it up to the five, and then we'll end, you know. And wash out on the G. Yeah, yeah, and, 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 it's, and it's, it's great, dude. He's, like, you know, it's composing. Keyboard you know? players are, like, mad scientists. Dude. Like, we say, like, with Adam McDougal. Yeah, dude. Oh, you, when man. you see him behind the keys watching him last night too i mean just he's it's yeah. like he's like it's like someone's like it's like he's a puppet Possessed. you know he's just like just like <laughs> yeah. he's like all over the keys at once you know and he's like you know hanging over it he's got all his delay that's what amazes me too he was like the hands are like a blur and it's like how do you make that sound he good man i was watching uh <laughs> i have this dvd it's called move me brightly and i think it's just like a party that bob threw at the at tri and it's like gordon my Warren's on it. Joe Russo is playing drums. Uh, McDougal and Comenti are on keys, and like Bob's singing, and Donna's on the gig and too. And the world cracked N- open. Yeah, Neil is on the gig too. Yeah, and it's <laughs> and it's kind of just like I remember watching that, and it was a young, it was like a McDougal I barely even recognized, and I was just like. Holy shit, that's Jeff and McDougal right there, like on the same keys rig. Like this is dope. It's like <laughs> this was like the scene exploding, you know, just just in Bob's little, you know, studio. And now, like you know, a couple years later, it's like we got fairly well and all that kind of stuff. It was dope. Is it weird to like have the realization that you're the one that's that like you go to shows yeah. and you see people doing the thing and you love it and whatever. And then, like, all of a sudden, you're the one now that's doing the thing. Like, is it fucking weird? Does it feel surreal? Kind of, but honestly, it feels like, finally, you know? Fuck to, yeah. To finally, me, I'm doing to me I'm that's kind of how it feels. It's like, like wearing a shoe that fits. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're just like, it's just like you put it on every single night. Like, And it's funny because I play barefoot most of the time. Last mm-hmm. night was an exception because it was Halloween. But, like, it was kind of like, yeah, exactly what it's just like, yeah. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. I guess there's probably like an initial shock, like when you first start doing it, like, oh man, this is like, yeah, this is crazy. But like, yeah, eventually you're like, this is, yes, this is how it's supposed to be. (laughs) And when you play a good set and you're kind of like, you go out and get a beer and like, you know, a bunch of people stop you and like, thank you. And like, that's awesome. But sometimes you're like, holy shit, like I got to wait like 15 minutes after the set, let everybody like settle down because it's like, yeah. it's that is different, man. Wait, like, wait, explain that. It's like you play rooms. You don't know. You're coming up, you're playing rooms. Not every show is fucking MSG. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like it's, you're, you tough it out. You have to create that. You have to whip it up out of nowhere every mm-hmm. night. Like I say to the guys, it's like, what we have is special because it's just the four of us. It's like music is, li- it's not tangible. It's not like we have a box and we go and we open it up at the like, you know, theater every night and you're like here buy this and it's <laughs> the same every time, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, it takes the four of us and all these different cables and our head spaces to all get together to make that sound, you know? And that's, that's something fucking crazy. And I think that's like a, one of those things that's like, 
you know, if we can, it's like a ball, dude. It's like one of those like orbs, you know, we all just kind of got to box it in and like just slightly gently, like let it grow, (laughs) you know, into something that we can just like have with us at all times. You know, it's, I literally picture it like that. And I, I think that like, that's how it feels, you know, to answer your question, man, like that's that's how it feels. (laughs) And Jerry, you said something earlier, like that moment on stage at the Fox, your dad's there and like, you step outside yourself and and you're like oh shit i'm me and this is happening right now like i can't believe i'm sitting here like i i had that sitting on a tour bus with oteal last year and like oh shit like i'm right where i'm supposed to be but this is me and this is happening yeah what, what but then like you have to come back from that and there's like I don't know. I guess we touched on this a little earlier. Like there's a responsibility to the thing after that. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, you, we, you, you, we kind of like just live for that moment in general on like a nightly basis. You know, you get, we like, especially last night being in that theater, playing to all those people in 1800 miles from home. um, Just connecting with everyone else. Yeah. Connecting, you know, we, we get to live in that moment for, two or three hours, you know, connecting with all those people and feel surreal and step out of our bodies and really, (laughs) really, you know, feel like rock stars, man. And then, and then the show's over and it's kind of like, all right, load out, you know, you, 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 it it collects you back. Yeah. 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 When the sound guys start, (laughs) whenever, when everyone wants to go home, that's when you kind of get back in your body and you're like, oh yeah. Okay. All right. We'll do this again tomorrow. But right now it's time to get the sound guy home. Happy. (laughs) I, you know, I don't remember who it was that we spoke to. I think it was Michael, uh, Kirkpatrick. And he was talking about nobody ever really realizes that the musician, like, how hard it is because a musician is living for that one hour on stage. <laughs> right. Everything yeah, is that leading up <laughs> to oh, this yeah. one moment where he's standing on stage and all the shit that went into getting their fucking flat tire and we didn't have the, you know, the insurance for the trailer and the fucking gear, this string broke and I don't have well, all the shit. Mm-hmm. But yeah. then there's this distilled moment on stage when, the magic's happening and nobody thinks about the, all the shit that leads Dude, up to that. Dude, we just, this tour, we left and it was, it snowed like a foot and a half. We're driving four in the morning through mountain passes to get out of Colorado and mm-hmm. it's just like six inches of snow and the van sliding with the trailer and it's just like, Jesus, are we going to make it to the first gig? <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, it was, and that's what you're saying, <laughs> man. It's like, that's what, goes into like doing that shit like dude we used to have an rv it caught on fire while we were driving <laughs> down the road you know what i mean like there's a lot I of shit i want to hear that story it, dude, it is, dude it's as simple as i woke the fuck up in nebraska and someone's screaming there's a fire pull over <laughs> get the fucking fire extinguisher that's 20 years old doesn't work Go back oh. onto the flaming RV to get water. <laughs> like I got it in the first try, but we were like literally like in the middle of a fu- of a field. Yeah, you know, same place too. Spun out and almost like on black ice. Almost yeah, the don't same go place. by there anymore. I eighty, not friendly. Yeah. <laughs> wow, man. It, it it's a it's a trip to think about like everything that goes into it, and then when you're finally on stage and everybody's responding and you're doing your thing and like you could just let go Mm -hmm. and i i understand how 
all the shit that goes into it is worth it for that. I get it, man. Like it's the same thing as following a band, Yeah, you know, except for you're the band you're following. Yeah. It's exactly like what we were talking about before. It's like, I was like, dude, I love, I love you fish, but like, I gotta go try to do something else. Well, I think for them that would be like, think about it in perspective of yourself playing right after 30 years Uh and then hearing that some dude started playing music that liked your band that followed you around was like you know what i'm gonna go fucking do this shit too it's like kung that's the biggest fucking compliment you can get out of my hand you're ready to go on the road yeah Yeah. Yeah. wake me up when i can fucking snatch a pebble out of trey's hand (laughs) (laughs) i've said this on the show i think that right now he may be the best guitarist alive in my opinion. Yeah, he's very dynamic, man. He does cutting edge things with tone and like voicings. Yeah, the 3.0 melody. tone is it's on point. Well, that whole digital board he has now is the joy that comes through that. Yeah. Those strings what I'm talking about. And how yes, he can and, okay. dude, and how he can whip it up just being like completely yeah. sober, dude. On, I I honestly like he plays big long shows. Yeah. You know like in like improvised heavy Fucking like no in ears, no talk back for Trey. You know, really? Like, yeah, yeah. No, he's he's never been about that. Okay, yeah, if you the notice, other, yeah, the other, other big guys, people, yeah. I believe they just start, were started using him. Yeah, Zach Whoa. plays in a in a fish tribute back in Denver. Yeah. He's all about it. Oh, yeah, he's, he's, he plays a sweet Mike song. If I must say, so. <laughs> so, what's <laughs> the name of the band? <laughs> uh, it's called Kings of Prussia. Makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> they're sick. Man. They're sick. They got a good thing going. Yeah, man. I. The like I, the joy that comes through, and that's for me. Like when I go see a band, that's that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, I, man. I, I, you cannot be the best technical player. You can have off tone. You can even be having a bad night. <laughs> but when that thing comes through, <laughs> that's it, man. Yeah, that's well, what it's like, all about. Like when we just went and saw String Cheese for the first time mm-hmm. live, not dude. Talk well, about like joy. a month ago now down there, and, and yeah, and that's what we were told. We have several friends that are really, really into cheese, yeah. especially our buddy Jake. And what's up, Jake? And he told that's what he told it was described. It's like, do you guys are so gonna love you know, you yeah. know, what fish the how they can get dark and then joyous? It's like mm-hmm. they're all joy, yeah. The string cheese is all joy and elated happiness, and that's what we experience. You guys just read my mind. I was really gonna say that. I was like, I literally think of like, you know, that that vibe, that string cheese vibe. I try to like, you know, tap into that how I feel. It's funny. I was gonna say, you that. know, like I just I try, I try to do that, you and know, because they, they, that they can get hard. down and dirty too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. but there's a there's that thing and and like i said when we very first started man it comes through with you guys like it's a lot instantly fucking happy last night in there instantly fucking happy (laughs) and you know it had been a i'd been up since five o'clock in the morning i went to work yesterday like (laughs) whatever and all that just goes away. So thanks. Yeah, guys. as soon as we yeah. walked in, we stopped and got a quick bite. We came in right when you guys were taking the stage. And immediately Mel said to me, both of us, we walked in, you're just starting to play, and we saw your smile. The way you were smiling, we both, like, you know, walking in like, oh, man, I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, kinda, oh, 
oh, we better get out of tension. This yeah. is a, they're they're into this. That okay, means the world. I think I can speak for all of us, man. That that means the world, dude. Like we Definitely. chase that feeling on stage, but also like you know, sharing joy, obviously, and like being oh, able to exchange energy with with people is it's good medicine. Yeah, it's <laughs> like here. Here's I saw you guys back this. there. I saw you guys walking. <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh, there he is. Let's go. I think I took a solo. Like I remember taking a solo. Like right after you guys walked in, I was like, well, I hope they heard that. Yeah, we heard. <laughs> it. Oh, we heard that. Yeah, we we definitely were playing well. I mean, uh, if anyone wants to hear it, I think yeah. we're gonna upload it to. Uh, yeah, we're gonna upload all of our, this show. From I think last we got night. soundboards of every show, but one show on this tour. So uh, yeah. where can where can they get it? Amoramora.bandcamp.com. We're just doing that for now for our soundboards. We'll probably upload something to Spotify soon, but it's a good way to streamline and kind of keep track of the dates and stuff like that. It, so is that your main site? Uh, yeah, for now, that's okay. where, that's where you can find like the most recent Amora Mora stuff. That's what you want to be listening to these days for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so is there more tour coming or is this it? Are you going home? What's so happening? we go home for uh, the next week and then we do a Southern run the week after that. So oh, we're going to do shows in Arkansas, Mississippi. We're going to hit the Maple Leaf in New Orleans. Um, we're going to do a show in San Marcos, Texas, and then also play in Austin, Texas. Um, we're really stoked to get down there. Like, Have you been down there before? Yeah, the more the band's been down to New Orleans a few times, but uh, Mitch, it's the first time since Mitch joined the band, and uh, Mitch used to live in New Orleans. And oh shit, oh, it's shit. His, his whole crew is is like, and I say crew with a K. You know, <laughs> they do it down there. His whole crew is like ready to go, man. Like they're they're stoked. They're all out of panic this weekend trying to spread the word. And I'm, I'm we're really excited to get back down. There. I love touring the South. I'm from Virginia. Like it always feels like I'm going home when I'm going down there. A lot of my friends live down there and stuff like that so i'm soaked and then uh, for the rest of the year we're gonna do a show in winter park on december 13th and uh do a two-night run the goat and dylan we do we do like our annual little like powderhound tour we'll do all like the colorado mountain towns and stuff like that and then we got big plans for next year man we're gonna release some new music and uh obviously tour shitload be back to oregon real Fuck soon yeah when you come back man you guys you stay here and and we'll do this again and thank and you let's man. let's stay in touch man i'm serious about that yeah that thing yeah over there yeah no let's let's I, do I wanna it try and make that happen i i'm i will do everything i can to help you guys and fucking get you know get right back at you yeah, yeah when you come out with new music let us know oh yeah, definitely we gotta get man. up colorado yeah definitely let's get let's get let's get some red rocks vibes going right man. when you guys come out to red rocks you guys need to let me know man because that's i want to be there with you guys so. well yeah, one thing I, we're definitely being pushed towards doing because we don't talk about it a lot and it's come up is because you know, we don't know widespread that well oh yeah it's right. like we're probably gonna have to go to De you know to denver oh yeah to see widespread. yeah dude, yeah they don't come it's, out here much, if mitch so. was here he'd be fucking lapping it up he loves widespread and like no, dude widespread is cool man like they're a rocking fucking band the first time i ever saw them was at red rocks and i feel like that's like the proper way to experience a proper that. introduction yeah because dude seeing them seeing them elsewhere is like a whole different experience you know because they're like a very southern heavily like influenced band like the the crowd is like a little bit different than like say us fish fans and like super hardcore West Coast dead fans are used nah, to, you know. I love Panic Man. They're fucking ripping. Jimmy Herring. Come on. <laughs> you know, like and Hauser too, man, the it, old stuff. It's that it's that thing though, like I love it. I, I listen to it when I run, like yeah. I dig it. But I know after I go to a show, yeah. it's gonna sound different for the rest Dude, of my schools life. Yeah, isn't that weird? Punch you like just right <laughs> here. That bass tone, man. <laughs> uh, I can't Six wait. Six string modulus. All right, we're gonna make it happen. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! All right, everybody out there, uh, 
Be nice to each other. Don't be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Smile at each other for once. And and I don't know what. Tell them something. Apple. Hug. Oh, yeah. Here you go. Give somebody a hug. Give a stranger a hug. And Talk go to people. Check Get out, out to <laughs> live music. Go yeah. to shows. Go see them more like and we're more. Talking, go to these little bars. There's, there, there's fucking music happening. For, hopefully, wherever you're from, it's happening here. It's happening in Colorado. There is music every single night of the year now, which is what is yeah. amazing. It used to not be like that. And if you're you used at to home, have to search things. It is, there's so much music happening now. And you're bummed out and things suck right now? Go out. Go out and see some music, man, and make you feel better. Right. There's people doing the thing everywhere, all over the world right now, mm-hmm. and there's no reason to sit home and be sad. Go out and fucking see some shit. Make life good. So yeah. we'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Amor Mora. We love you Thanks, guys. Cheers, man. Thanks for having us. All right. Thank peace. you, guys. Yeah, right on.
What is a city without its music? The legacy of the New York Philharmonic is incredible. Nearly two centuries of history. That's a lot of music and a lot of stories. I was sitting on stage for the very first time thinking, I can't quite believe this is happening. Join me, Jamie Bernstein, as we explore the history of the New York Philharmonic. It's the NY Phil story made in New York, a podcast about a city, its people, and their orchestra. Listen wherever you get podcasts. tell you about the April-May 2023 issue of Relics Magazine. Features a Dave Matthews Band cover story with additional articles and interviews with The National, Graham Nash, Wayne Shorter, ALO, Ivan Neville, our friend Eric Krasno and Stanton Moore, Marty Stewart, and much more. Check out the latest version of Relics and subscribe now at relics.com slash DMB. Thanks, Relics. One Hit Thunder is a podcast where we both celebrate and have a good laugh about bands and artists that had just one hit that we all know. Each week, we're joined by a guest from the world of music or comedy to learn more than you ever thought you would about some songs that you can't forget. And we decide if they brought the One Hit Thunder or were nothing more than a one hit blunder. Look, if you listen to the show, you're probably going to laugh and I guarantee you're going to crush next time the bar has music trivia. Tag Team, Jane Child, Meredith Brooks, Looking Glass, Sean Mullins, Eiffel 65, EMF, Crash Test Dummies, Crazy Town, Chumbawamba. We have hundreds of episodes in our back catalog and a new episode each week. So pass the duchy, make sure you're connected, and subscribe to One Hit Thunder wherever you get your pods.